okay, 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 we'll see what's about to happen next, okay, 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 we'll see what's about to happen. change today the liquor been taking the pain away i heard you was giving your chain away that's kind of like giving your fame away what's wrong with you i sit in a box where the owners do a boss is a road that i've grown into i love you to death but i told you to ladies and gentlemen welcome to what's next with rio episode number four yep number four we're at number four already um uh, i'm gonna try to uh speed up the release dates on these episodes uh, i got more guests coming to you guys more content coming to you guys so uh stay tuned uh lots of new people and new stories to share with the world um so for this episode it's going to be very similar to episode number two um uh, in episode number two if you haven't seen it you might want to go do that um i i sat down with a brilliant individual um his name is uh turner Bertree, uh top player in the universe top player in the state of kentucky and um, he's looking to continue to do that at Eastern Kentucky University um, as a as a EKU commit. Um, so for this episode, it's going to be similar to um, episode number two, but different as well at the same time. So um, for for this episode, uh, it's going to be similar because, of course, I'll be talking about basketball again. Um, all my basketball fans, you're 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 being spoiled. Um, I promise we're going to have different types of content coming. Uh, where we talk to different types of athletes. Um, basketball season's uh, in the midst right now, so I thought that we could continue, you know, covering um, uh, talented athletes and um, talk about the sport of basketball. Um, uh, this is going to be very similar to episode two because I will be joined by high school basketball players that will be playing at the Division One level in their near future. They're both commits. Um, um, and it also will be similar to episode two because I'm, I'm going to be talking to a Kentucky native once again, um, born and bred Kentucky player. Um, telling you guys, Kentucky, we got some players here. Um, <laughs> very similar to episode two, as you guys can see, but um, it's also different. Um, this episode is going to be a little bit different because um, usually I sit down with one guest. In this episode, I'm going to be joined by two, two guests. Um, two guys are coming on here and um, they're going to be telling their stories. So who are they? Who are these guys? Um, first off, I want to introduce you to the first guest. Um, he's the number one ranked player in the state of Kentucky, according to prephoops.com. He, um, in the class of 2022, of course. Um, uh, he's a first team, all state, all region, all conference player in the class of 2022. Uh, he recently made all tourney team at the Villages Tournament. Um, he's a member of the Midwest Club Basketball Club, an AU team that is an electric and powerhouse out of the Midwest area of America. He's a 6'8 power forward that does the dirty work for his team. Uh, he knows how to play his role very well. Um, he has uh, great hands on the floor and he's a, a, a what I call a quiet leader. <laughs> um, uh, he's also looking to do that and continue his um, brilliance um at the next level he's a university of miami commit miami ohio guys university of miami ohio commit ladies and gentlemen his name is mitchell riley so for my next guest he's another guy coming out of the state of kentucky um he's ranked as the 37th player in the country um for according to espn um in the class of 2023 
Um, he's the son of two, two superstars out of the University of Kentucky, two former Kentucky basketball stars. Um, his father was a two-time national champion, um, and his mother finished as a top, top 10 all-time scorer in the University of Kentucky history books. He's coming off a sophomore campaign, averaging 30 points per game. Um, he's averaging 27 points per game at 6.4 rebounds per game for his high school, North Laurel, in his first 13 games this season. He's all over social media, and he's continuing to uh, leave his mark on social media with his uh, amazing highlights and um, brilliant play. Um, he's had a remarkable game this season. Um, in one of his recent games, he's... Uh, he ended up with 50 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists. As you guys can see, this guy is a remarkable player. Um, he's a six foot three combo guard, can shoot the lights out. He's a three level scorer. Uh, he lets the game come to him, and uh, he's a he has a very high basketball IQ. And he also is a University of Kentucky commit in the class of 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, my second guess is Reed Shepard. Mitchell Riley and Reed, Shep Reed Shepard will be joining the show. Stay tuned for episode four. All righty, Mitchell Riley and Reed Shepard, welcome to the show. What's going yes, sir. On? Thank you for having us. Of course, man. I'm, I'm excited to have you guys on here. Um, uh, I want to get right into the thick of things. So uh, what got you guys interested in basketball in the first place? This is a question for both of you guys. You guys both can answer this. Uh, just the competitiveness and, uh, like, the feeling you get when winning. Um, and I just fell in love with it ever since I picked up the ball. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, I've always been around it my whole life. Uh, I don't remember a time that I wasn't playing basketball. So right, just right. uh, always been around it. It made me fall in love with it, and ever since then, I just haven't wanted to do anything else. Sweet. What what age did you guys start playing? Oh, I I don't even remember when when I started. I, like I said, I really <laughs> don't remember a time that I wasn't. I would say probably around like actual playing. Start probably like seven or eight or something. I'm not sure. I started like. And like the elementary leagues and like the little like the grade school leagues, so I'd say like fourth grade. Man, you gotta start early. You gotta start early, right? Definitely, definitely. So, um you're starting at a young age. As you get older, you're obviously watching more and more players as time goes on. Who who are some of the players that um that you guys grew up watching? I know for me, you know, I grew up watching Kobe and LeBron. That was my era. I didn't get to see Michael Jordan as much, but um, who are the guys that you guys really watched? Uh, my favorite player is Chris Paul. Uh, I like how he just can facilitate the game and take over, even if he's not <laughs> scoring. And he's just so he's so good at getting everybody involved, and I feel like he's a good teammate. I grew up watching uh, like Anthony Davis a lot. Um, obviously, with being from Kentucky, I watched Kentucky a lot, and. He was like the main dude when I was getting into basketball. Yeah, Anthony Davis was that man. I I can tell you that for sure. Um, uh, one of the best Wildcats to ever put it on. Um, Reed, you said Chris Paul. I definitely see a lot of Chris Paul in your game now that you 
now that you you say that, but uh, you know, uh, I'm glad to hear that you guys have some uh, brilliant choices, brilliant players that you're watching as well. That, that's really cool. Um, so uh, when did you guys start to realize that, that you were really good? Like when was it, or should I, let me put the question this way. When did it start to feel easy out there? Um, I'd say, like, I started to realize that I was pretty good at it my eighth grade year. Um, so when I really started to dominate. Um, and then I'd say my s sophomore year just became easy and natural to me. Um, and then just went up and up from there. Yeah, probably, probably around that time. Uh, I always played all the sports growing up. So it was probably about seventh, eighth grade when I finally just stuck with basketball and realized that basketball was my sport. You guys talked about um, Anthony Davis and Chris Paul. Are those guys that you model your game after, you would say? Yeah, I'd say so for me, just kind of the way he plays inside and outside um, and on defensive side too. Um, I just try to play like him on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, just how he like facilitates, like I said, and he can get his teammates involved without going out and having to score every time. He just he's a good leader and uh, gets everybody involved. Nice. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't seen uh, these guys play, you might want to just search your name in YouTube, you know, and uh, watch their highlights. You know, for me, you know, watching you guys. Uh, Chris Paul, you did, when Reed, when you said Chris Paul, that definitely surprised me, you know. But uh, I see a lot of Devin Booker in you a little bit too, you know. Just your, just, just the way that you get to your spots and you don't force anything. You're a natural scorer. You let the game come to you. I, that, that's, that's superb. You know, every player needs that. And for Mitch, you know, I see a lot of uh, young Kevin Love in you. Obviously, you know, in the YouTube clips, you know. Uh, <laughs> It doesn't display that you know your outside jump shot, but just the little things like your your great hands for a big man, you know your ability to catch the ball, you know you finishing around the rim, stuff like that. Like you know, just Kevin Love just really comes to mind. So uh, that's definitely interesting to see that you guys uh, have Anthony Davis and Chris Paul. That's wonderful. Those are elite players, great players to look up to and watch and model your game after. Yes, sir. So. I wanted to talk to you guys about, um, obviously you guys are on the same AU basketball team, um, Midwest Basketball Club, an elite, an elite team if you guys haven't seen. Um, we got Reed Shepard, an elite scorer. We also have uh, Gabe Cups, another guy who's uh, an elite player as well, and Mitchell Riley, you know, just a, just, just a tough man inside to do the dirty work. Uh, what's it like playing against elite competition for the for the Midwest Basketball Club? How does it feel? I mean, you guys you guys played against some elite guys, uh, Chris Livingston, uh, Mikey Williams, Bronny James. What's it like going against these guys? I mean, really, you just can't let it get to your head. I mean, you just have to go out there with a winning mentality. And I mean, if you really think about it, it's just preparing us um, for the Division One college basketball level. We're going to be seeing those dudes every night, um, especially in practice. No, it is. It's pretty. It's very cool um, going out, knowing every game is against the best competition. Because growing up as a little kid, like you, that's what you work for. You always want to be there and play against the best and get yourself prepared for college, like Mitch said. 
that's the goal, you know, wanting to prepare yourself for college, you know, uh, do whatever it takes to prepare yourself because, you know, you want to be you want to be ready for the moment. Right. And um, I feel like uh, playing at a big stage like that, it's a perfect opportunity to get ready, get get used to the feeling early on. So uh, that's 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 some good stuff by you guys. Um, I want to ask you guys uh, a little bit of little light, 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 light thinking questions. Shouldn't be too hard for you guys, but uh, I want to know personally what's the best. Give me your best starting five of all time. I'm talking about NBA, college. You pick any player that's ever touched the basketball. Who you got? Who's your top five? I want to hear it. Uh. Don't surprise me, Reed. Don't surprise me, my man. Point guard. Let's go. We'll go with the old point guard. We'll go John Stockton with the point guard. <laughs> uh, we don't need a scoring point guard. And then we'll go. We'll go. This is not in the order now. So we go Shaq, Michael. Uh. We'll go Kevin Durant, score, and um, let's see. Uh. Oh, man, we'll go, let's go Dennis Rodman, get some rebounds. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> okay. And... Uh, Uh man. We'll go young Devin Booker. Oh wow. At the five? No, that was just that was just random five right there. That was Okay. Uh, okay, random order. five. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm gonna go ahead and just do a random five. No specifically like one through five. Um I'm gonna do Allen Iverson, most definitely as a point guard. Um, and then obviously Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Uh, we'll do Will Chamberlain. Okay. <laughs> and Dennis Rodman too uh, for my four man, just because he does a little bit of everything. Okay, I'm I'm picking all talent, man. I'm not going with the the rebounding and stuff like that. I'm going with um, I got Steph at the one, greatest shooter to ever do it. I got MJ. Uh, goat man, everybody knows that black cat, Michael Jordan. I got T Mac. Before all the injuries, don't forget about a lot of people forget about how good T Mac was. Man, he was right up there. I got uh Kevin Durant the four, and I got Bron at the five since Bron can play center now apparently. So <laughs> yeah, so that's cool, man. All right, moving on. I like your fives, guys. I like I like that you guys are. Picking Rodman, I like that. Never would have thought of that. Anyways, um, we're going to move on to the next segment. Um, we're going to call this uh, Target Questions. So on What's Next with Rio, here we do Target Questions. This is my first episode with two di two guests at a time. So um, Target Questions, basically, we're going to focus on one person and knock out some questions and get to know the person a little bit more and, and, and know a little bit more about their story as well. So, uh, Mitch, we'll have you going first. Um, talk about what you learned playing alongside great players like 
Reed, Shepard, and Gabe Cups? I mean, they're great players. I mean, obviously Reed's a five-star, Gabe's a four-star. Um, thanks to them, it helped bring in a lot of college coaches uh, to the gym, which helped to get me recruited some more. Um, but it really just allowed me to trust my teammates way more because um, I trusted Reed and Gabe with everything. Um, Reed would just get hot out of nowhere and just take over the game. Um, <laughs> but it also knows that like they have trust in me because they're going to throw me the ball. Um, they trust me rebounding the ball. They trust me scoring the ball. Um, so it really just showed me like a different side of the game physically and mentally. That's awesome. That's a great question um, and a great answer as well. Um, I want to know about your role. Obviously, your role is to uh, do the dirty work. You know, uh, you don't ever do something that you can't do. That's what I've been noticing about you through your highlight tapes, um, and that that really stood out to me. But uh, what does it mean to you to play your role? You know, and what's your mindset going into each game? Uh, my mindset in each game is just do what I can to win. Um, obviously, you prepare for each game a different way, um, scouting the team, scouting the players. Um, so you kind of get a feel before the game on what you need to do personally um, to help your team win. Um, right. So whether that's i got to focus on rebounding or maybe I have a mismatch and I focus on scoring, maybe I just focus on defense. I just have to be able to mentally prepare myself on what I need to do each game. Yeah, uh, having the right mindset, you definitely got to do that. I feel like basketball is uh, – 75% mental and then the, and yeah yeah it's a lot of mental that that goes into playing you have to be um confident with a good mindset um going out on that court each time of course man you said it so um who's the hardest opponent you've played against so far um i'd probably say Keontae George or Chris Livingston um but for a big man i'd say a Dean Berna who played on uh Chris Livingston's team he's committed to UCLA Okay. He's a big, strong, six eleven kid, dunks everything, muscular. He was a great player. I'm sure um, that matchup was very fun to watch between you guys. But um, I'm sure you enjoyed it as well, you know, because you could see somebody that, you know, you can match up against and be like, hey, you know, he might be on the same level as me, but I'm not going to let him – I'm not going to let him dominate me. So, um, exactly. that, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, so I want to talk to you about your recruiting process. Why Miami, Ohio? Why, why, why there? Uh, you know, I went up there for the first time um, this summer, and I just instantly fell in love with it. Um, I always like had in the back of my head that I wanted that Miami offer. That was the offer that I really wanted. Um, my that was my sister's dream school, so it kind of ran in the family. Um, and then just the where the coaches are, and then the program. The coaches have done a great job of building the program. Um, yeah. Coach Owens came from Purdue, um, and ever since then they've just gone up and up. And I see them being a contender for the MAC championship this year, um, and hopefully for the next four to five years as well. Of course, of course, definitely, and it's it's not too far from home. That's a definitely another another thing. Um, you guys are both you and Reed are both uh, staying close to home, and um, shows that you know having that Kentucky support it means so much. You know. Um, uh, that's wonderful, but uh, I want to get into uh, your signing day. You know, obviously, for every athlete, you know, uh, signing to go play at the next level is an amazing thing. You know, it's an amazing day for you. You know, all your friends, family, 
you know, they're all there to support you while you're signing to your college. Um, it was a very special day for you, but this day meant a little bit more for you. So uh, I want you to go ahead and talk about that. Well, first off, it was me turning my dreams into reality, um, putting the pen to the paper, made it official. Um, but second of all, you know, having my both my mom and my dad passing away, it was always a goal of theirs too um, to see me play at the next level. Um, and then they always talked about D1, um, just seeing me be there, getting my school paid for. Um, so being able to do that with them watching down on me um, was special. And then being able to announce my commitment um, to Miami on my mom's birthday um, was very special to me as well. Um, I thought that was my birthday present to her. Um, I'm lost the words, my man. Hard work pays off, and when times get rough, you just have to stay positive, uh, keep your head up, and keep working. I'm sure your parents are insanely proud up in heaven, man. Uh, just keep it going, keep it going. Uh, wow. Um, so you said um, talking about keeping your head up. And, and keep going what tips can you give the younger generation who might you know be dealing with something like that you know you you lost both of your parents like that's just so that's just tough to you know even think about for me you know uh i can't even imagine you know what it's like but uh talk to me about the younger generation and um basically how how you can get through times like times like this where you're dealing with a life-changing event yeah, I mean, obviously, life's going to get harder points. Um, nobody nobody has a perfect life. Um, but when stuff like that happens, you just have to stay positive. Um, you need to do what's best for you and your family. Um, stay close with your family and your friends. Without my family and my friends, I don't think I'd be in this position today. Um, especially my sisters who just helped me through everything. Um, you just have to stay positive. You have to look at the bright side. Um, things do get better as they go on. Um, and then if you're playing a sport and you have the same dreams that I had, um, you just have to use that. You have to use what happened as motivation. That's what I did. Um, just use it as motivation, knowing that I knew what my parents wanted, um, so I was going to make it happen for them. Um, talk about you know just keeping your, keeping your head up, going through going through tough times. You there, tough times don't always last long. You know I always I always you know, remind myself that whenever I'm going through some tough issues or, you know, uh, tough dilemmas. So uh, anybody, if, you know, you're younger or older than Mitch or whatever, whatever the issue may be, you know, he said it, man, just keep going, keep going. You know, he, he's prospering. He, he's, he's definitely um, making his parents proud. And, and that's, that's just a wonderful story, Mitch. Um, so uh, who are some of the people that have inspired you, Mitch? to keep going and pushing forward? Uh, I'd say my two sisters the most. Um, they've been through a lot. They've been through more than me. Um, they've experienced more than me, but just seeing how they went through life after everything that they've gone through, they kept pushing. Um, it was a time where I was living with my two sisters when I was 14, um, and they're only, they were 23 to 20 at the, um, at the time, so they're still young too, but it just showed like how strong they are physically and mentally. Um, to look out for a 14-year-old brother um, at such a young age when they're going through everything that I'm going through. 
Um, and then just seeing how successful they are in life nowadays, um, they hold me to a high standard and I hold them to a high standard. Wow. Uh, I'm lost to words once again. Um, Mitch, your story is just life. It's, it's life changing. You know, it's inspiring for me, my, myself. Um, I want you to keep keep having that energy, you know, keep that same energy, as people would say, you know, um, and just bring it with bring it with you wherever you're going, man, because, you know, that 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 story itself can help others get past whatever they're getting, whatever they need to get past. And um, you just need to keep going forward, my man. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Of course. So we're moving on. Mitch, I'll thank you for answering those questions, my man. Um, Reed, you're up, man. Uh, get a, let's let's get to know Reed a little bit more, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, Reed, I'm watching you all over uh, social media. I'm watching your highlights, and I'm seeing this guy that can ball, but I'm also seeing somebody who who's very poised, who's very cool under pressure, who's very smooth. I want you to talk to me about how do you s deal with staying so poised under pressure? You know, this can be off the court, on the court. Obviously, you're coming from a very basketball-rich family, a, a, a family that, you know, has so much uh, accolade, accolades and uh, successful awards and all types of things under their belt, and you have to deal with that on a daily of course you have a lot of it's it's a lot of hype you know that that comes with that um i want you to talk to us about how do you stay so poised throughout all this yeah well the main thing is uh like you said like having the family that has been through it all uh mom and dad and my sister as well have all been really good with me about telling me just keep my head on straight don't don't pay attention to what anybody out there is saying. Uh, you know how much you've put into it, so you just go out and keep doing what you have been doing and dreaming of your whole life. And that's a big thing is just going out and doing what you've been doing and try not to focus and worry about what everybody thinks. Just do what you know that you can do. And uh, another big thing is just have fun. You know, like you just got to – if you start worrying about it, it can get, get to you uh, mentally – more than anything so just go out and have fun with it and enjoy it while it lasts right uh, that's underrated like you don't you don't hear uh a lot of people forget about the having fun part you know what i mean um uh, they they just you have some people that's just so focused on get achieving a, a set goal you know they forget the the little things in life but um yeah having fun that that's definitely something that everyone should do Regardless of whatever you're doing, you know, if you got a goal, you if you if you got a goal you want to achieve, just have fun while you're achieving it, while you're pursuing that goal. Have fun, you know. Um, Reed, I want to talk to you about your recruiting process. Um, what was your recruiting process like? I'm sure that could be like a stressful thing, you know. Uh, you, you got all these coaches calling you, texting you. It can be nice for a while, but, you know, it, I'm sure it's a overwhelming thing as well, you know, just dealing with all that. But talk to me about your recruiting process how, and how was it? Uh, well, I was extremely blessed to be able to go through it. Um, like you said, at the beginning, it was awesome. You know, I, was, I thought it was the best thing ever, uh, answering all the phone calls as soon as they called, text as soon as they texted. Uh, 
and did that for a while and then once you got into it a little more and they kept calling and texting it kind of got to the point where it was a little a lot stressful and you were kind of getting overwhelmed with everything and sometimes you just needed a break from it all from your phone especially just put it beside of you and try not to worry about it but uh the whole recruiting process was was really neat um you know i enjoyed being able to talk to so many different coaches that you know growing up sometimes you thought you would never that's something that you don't think you'll be able to do uh that much not a lot of kids uh, get that chance to be able to talk to all those college coaches and go see all the college campuses uh so it was a it was a dream come true and it was a very special moment uh, in my life for sure no definitely um you know growing up not no kid you know i'm sure we all want to play at, you know, high major schools and stuff like that. But no kid is like, you know, I expect to be at this certain blue blood school or whatever, you know. But um, was Kentucky a shock to you yeah, when, it, when they offered you? It was. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's Kentucky. Um, you know, everybody grows up, that's a dream to play at the University of Kentucky. And not that many people get that chance. Um, so having that opportunity – when he when coach Cal called uh, and being there with my mom and dad on the phone with me as well was a very special moment for us um, like I said not a lot of people get that opportunity so me getting that opportunity was uh, it meant a lot to me and it was a very very special moment for sure that's awesome man um, so why Kentucky why, why you decide to commit to Kentucky well you know growing up I'm from Kentucky I live an hour from from Kentucky uh you know growing up that's always been a dream of mine was to play at the University of Kentucky um and then when I went there it just it kind of all clicked the players the coaching staff uh everybody around me just kind of felt like home and we still we went to a lot of other schools and I didn't know Kentucky right away as soon as they offered um but after going and visiting and going to Big Blue Madness and going to watch them practice and and everything it just felt so much like home and everybody was family there and that was the that yeah. was the main thing and then after when I started thinking about it I was like you know it's also pretty cool that both my parents played there um but right. so having that is a special moment for our family that's awesome man that's a great story as well you guys both have great stories and I love it um uh so you you will be a part of the big blue nation um, Big Blue Nation, we have a really good one here. We have a star coming. Just, just wait. But um, when you get to Kentucky, um, you'll be the big man on campus, right? And all, and you'll have all this um fame and all this uh hype around you, and you know, playing playing at Kentucky comes with pressure as well. And I'm sure you're ready to deal with that, you know, because you're. You're a poised guy, but um, uh, what do you look to achieve when you arrive at the University of Kentucky and you put on that Kentucky Un- Wildcats uniform? Well, yeah, ho- hopefully win some national championships. Uh, of course, that's always a dream and a goal when you get to the uh, college level. But um, also just enjoying my time in college. You know, it's all, you only get to do it once. Uh, make, make friends with your new teammates. Make friends with new people on campus. Um, have fun with it and just enjoy the process. Yeah, man. You got it you got it right. And like you said, had fun, have fun. You know, that's 
that that's uh I see that's very important to you and that's great. So uh I want to ask you about um this can be a question for you too Mitch as well. But um I was talking to Turner Batree a few weeks ago. If you guys have viewers if you haven't seen episode 2, check that out. Um sat down and talked with uh my man Turner Batree and um he mentioned Reed and how um how much of a hard worker Reed is and how insane insanely how insanely this man works so hard like it just it just blows him away but uh I want you to elaborate more Reed on and Mitch you can elaborate too um walk me through a day in your off season when you're trying to get better what does it look like for you guys uh I generally try to wake up at a decent early time uh, I try not to stay in bed too long and uh, I will go in and get like a get a lift in in the morning, and then go do a full basketball workout like dribble ball handling, uh, finishing, shooting, and then after that come home get get some food, uh, and like the rest of the day kind of hang out with my friends, uh, enjoy enjoy some time with them and do some fun things outside, go to the pool or whatever we do, um, and then later in the day. Like when dad gets home or something, we'll go back to the gym and shoot for about an hour, hour and a half, uh, do some other uh, workouts uh, with bas basketball related, and then come home, eat again, uh, and try to just keep that same thing going, get three a day uh, lift and two basketball workouts and just try to keep that keep that going in the off season. Man, uh I hope my young I hope my I hope my young viewers out there they're just uh taking it all in man and seeing what hard work really is. Um Mitch, go ahead man if you want to answer this question on um, what what's it look like for a uh, uh, an off-season day for you. Yeah, I mean, I try to get up at an early or decent hour as well. Um I go down to a strength and conditioning place um in my um neighborhood called ASAP which stands for Athletic Strength and Power. That would do a full body workout, uh, some cardio, uh, just a little bit of everything. Um, then I get in the gym to do a workout. I mean, ball dribbling, shooting, finishing. Um, and then I'll just do a little bit of everything, get a stretch in. Um, then I'll just usually go back um, later in the day or later at night, um, get on the gun, the shooting machine, and just get constant reps up of um, mid range, um, off the dribble pull ups and threes. That's some uh, good stuff. You know, staying in the gym is very important. Uh, it's an essential thing to have as a basketball player. If you want to be great, you just got to put in the work. It's that it's that simple. And um, you guys see it here. You know, these guys are two dedicated uh, young young men that, you know, they live in the gym. You know, you see them on see them on social media and you hear about them. Um, trust me, when the lights are off, they're in the gym and they're working, man. I promise you that. Um so, um, Reed, uh, I got a question for you. Um, you're a guy that's, um, a lot of people talks about, you know, yeah, Reed, he's a sensational player. He's going to Kentucky, you know, he's going to be a future wildcat. Can you tell us, um, something that a lot of people don't know about you? Um, I think I'm pretty funny. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, I don't play, I actually, I don't play any video games, uh, I don't I don't even have a console. So I don't I don't play any video games. Uh and Mitch can tell you when I've tried to play, I'm not I'm not very good <laughs> at any of it. Uh 
I got to look at the controller to be able to do play any game. So I'm not the I'm not the gamer. Uh, I just try to. I, I wanted one when I was younger, but uh, my parents never wanted me to have one. They wanted me to get addicted to it. And so when I went over yeah. to my friends and stuff, I would try it, and I would realize that it's that it's not for me. That I'm I'm not good at it at all. So that's that's one thing <laughs> I uh, I don't play any video games. Go ahead, Mitch. Why don't you tell us something um, a lot of people don't know about you? Um, probably that I used to swim and dive. Um, people okay. don't really expect that with me being 6'8 and <laughs> a basketball kid I am. But, yeah, I used to live in the pool, um, doing my laps around the pool and then doing the front flips and the dives and all the crazy stuff off the diving boards. Reed, can you see it? Can you um? Can you vision that? I, I can't, but I heard he's also pretty good at baseball. <laughs> okay. 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 Okay, I man. This, but uh, I threw a no hitter one time. Um, my hitter got slam. I tried telling no them, but they never believed me until I finally showed them like my the trophy that I got for it and everything. Oh my goodness. Oh man, I'm gonna have to see that. <laughs> I'm gonna have you gonna have to text me that or something, man. I, I I'm gonna have to see that. But um, y'all are funny, man. <laughs> so what we do here on what's next with Rio? We always end out with uh, two questions. Um, two questions are what's next for you, and where do you guys see yourself five years from now? Uh, well, what's next is just keep keep doing what I've been doing. Uh, you know, I got two more years of high school left. Um, before I have to go to get go to a college campus and uh, so what's next is just kind of just stay in the gym and stay hungry and keep working and getting better but also at the same time keep uh, hanging out with my buddies uh, and my friends we've been friends since we've been little kids so just keep enjoying the time with them that I'm not in the gym or uh, in school and just have fun with them outside of doing everything else uh go hang out with them and uh in the next five years just hopefully still playing basketball somewhere healthy and doing what i love uh for me um really just right now just continuing to live my life to the fullest um being happy with it too um, just constantly getting in the gym um, focus on my high school team right now and uh, the goals that i have with them um, and then once that's all said and done, just focus on me physically and mentally, um, getting prepared for um, my college next year. Um, and then five years, I just say, hopefully still playing basketball, um, still being happy with life and just continuing out my dreams. Great, guys. Great. Y'all got y'all um, minds in the right places, and I like it, man. Um, so who's winning that? Who's winning that February 11th matchup? Probably North. I mean, <laughs> we, we beat them in King of the Bluegrass Championship. I've seen that, Mitch. I've seen that. I've seen that. Um, but it'll be a great game um, playing at uh, BB&T Arena, which is home to um, Northern Kentucky University. Um, so it should be a great atmosphere, great crowd. Um, it'll be I got to go see sure. that. Yeah, I gotta go see that. That sounds that sounds like a show, man. I, I mean, I know we, they got my Northern Kentucky newspaper up here having UK Kinder <laughs> on it. Yeah. 
I know Reed's got something coming for you guys. So Mitch, just just be on, be be very <laughs> aware, man. Don't hey, don't, a, don't let him get you off guard. I'm not the one that has to guard him, so. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very. True. So I want to thank you guys for coming on here, um, viewers. As you guys see, two young men that works extremely hard, come from uh, different situations, um, um, facing different challenges as well. You know, um, as you guys can see, whatever challenge you face, you can get through it. These guys are walking examples of that. Um, they figured it out and they created success from their um, their adversity and problems that they had to they ha they have faced in the past. So, um, Reed Shepard, Mitchell Riley, thank you guys for coming on here. It was a blast. Um, ladies and gentlemen, my viewers, make sure you go subscribe on my YouTube channel. Um, uh, and stay tuned for uh, the next episode of What's Next with Rio, Mitchell Rot and Reed Shepard. Thank yes, you guys sir. for Thank coming you. on here. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Thank you. Of course.